Kevin Gordon Clark. Gordon? I don't know. <laughs> Do you have a middle name? Well, I think technically there's like, <laughs> there's a bunch of other names, but I don't think they count as official middle names. Oh, You know, okay. like how there's like, well, actually, I don't, it might not be a thing for for you guys, but I know like it was a thing here. I don't know if it's still a thing, but like, it's like you have Joseph, your name, something else, like it's, it's a whole thing. Is this a Canadian thing? Every every know. cis man is but called the, but Joseph. But it's not. There's no official name. middle name. Like it's not. It's just. I I don't know what these things are for. I guess maybe some sort of like relig- religious tradition. I don't know. But it's like I think for me, it's like Joseph and my grandfather's name. Something. Wait. Like? So you're Kevin Joseph. No, but then, it's not my actual name. Like, that's the thing. I don't know why, where that's coming from. Is it in your passport? No. Whoa. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> you I have, think it's like a... You have unofficial names? <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, but it's... I don't know. I should ask my parents, I guess. That would be cool. So, I I have like two, uh, like, main names, I guess you would... I don't know what you call them. I have two names. <laughs> And then I have two like last names, uh, one from my mother's side, one from my okay, father's right. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So technically, I have four names. So hmm. if you were to ask me, what's your middle name? <laughs> There's no middle. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Wait, but what are you, your two names? We'll 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 let the audience like discover slowly. Wait, right. but how are they gonna discover it? How It'll be like an advent advent calendar, Christmas calendar. Every so week, I've, I'll, I'll reveal one a more letter. There, <laughs> <laughs> no, you should reveal one letter <laughs> each right. day until like the December. Hangman. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. So my first name is Raphael. My last name is well. See, okay. How would you pronounce my last name? Oh, Raphael. Why do you make me do this? <laughs> We've only known it. each other for I don't know, like seven years you, now. So yeah, I think you pronounce yeah, it's it fine. Cone, right? Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty close. So for the longest time, uh, like how you would pronounce my name, like in its original Portuguese <laughs> pronunciation, you would say Cond. Um, so for English native speakers, they would default to Conde or something. Right. But I always made a point to like not correct, like, them, like let them know. <laughs> <laughs> right, Grande, but Conde, <laughs> Ariana Conde. Um, but I always made it made a point to let them know. Actually, it's pronounced like 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 Bond, like James Bond, but with a C. It's like Cond. That's mm. uh, it was like the easiest Cond. way to, to whatever. Nice. When I moved, when I moved to the Netherlands, you know, I would also try to say that oh, it's like Cond or whatever. But every once in a while, I would get like a reaction, like a giggle from hmm. the person I was telling this to. Um, and I was like, wait a minute, hold up a minute, there's something here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I made a point, like, try to figure out why do people kind of giggle at my last name sometimes? <laughs> and so, naughty yeah, it turns out the way you pronounce it, if you were to say kond, um, it means like ass in Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now I went like full 180 and I'm like, no, it's like conde, it's conde. <laughs> so, right. Like yeah. uh, Raphael. Conde Nast. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anywho, hey, ask me how, how how's my day going? How is your day going? So just before I started recording, I tried to charge my mask. I put my mask on top of the Qi charger. 
<laughs> that's how my day is going. <laughs> wow. We're at that really stage of the pandemic life. Yeah, it never <laughs> happened. Um, and also, I feel awful because I had McDonald's for dinner. Uh, it's been like I, I usually I, it's, it's it's been a while since I had McDonald's, but I had someone living in this home that really wanted McDonald's. So probably like, okay, your cat. Well, <laughs> probably my cat. Yes. Uh, I'm not gonna tell the audience who it is, but you can find out if you want. Anyway, someone really wanted McDonald's, so we're like, mm. all right, let's order McDonald's. I had McDonald's for dinner. The funny thing about cliches is that they're usually true, and I am months away from turning thirty. Um, technically, everyone is months away <laughs> from um, turning thirty. But anyway, I'm, <laughs> I'm months away scale. from turning thirty. <laughs> you will be thirty like, at some point, <laughs> right? <laughs> In two hundred months or whatever. Anyway, um, and and so these things like my body now can't take these things like as easily as it once did. Mm. And I don't know if it's my actual body; it's like weaker or just more, just weirder, or it's like all of the anxieties that you build up growing up and when you're like adult and reaching your 30s all of your anxieties are just like you mean for mcdonald's specifically (laughs) not really but like if i if i eat garbage Mm. i will feel awful (laughs) for a while but part of me also feels like don't don't you don't you feel like it's just that you're not used to it anymore who knows who who i feel like when i was younger i had fast food so so much more often than i do now and yeah like every time you have a mcdonald's and make you feel gross but. it's probably a bit of both like i know that when you're younger your body is just better at processing like sugars and stuff mm-hmm. um so it's probably somewhere in the middle <laughs> anyway <laughs> i feel awful let's do this <laughs> wow. let's record a podcast amazing uh, it's okay see what uh rafa is willing to put up for the show <laughs> right hey all right let's 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 go over follow up quickly because there's a couple of things that i mm-hmm. i really want to 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 talk about so last week last episode we put up a poll and we had this like live discussion uh about is it weird to wear a watch when you shower and we put a poll and the two options uh was you know tell the art yes it's weird or no it's not those were the only two options and the results are in um have been in for a while and 87.4 percent of people uh said that they take the watch off and uh, 12.6 said they don't um so you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna challenge these results i'm not gonna ask for a recount um because i'm better than that uh but uh it turns out i'm the weird one now <laughs> go for it <laughs> if i were to do this again i would make a couple tweaks to this poll mm-hmm. cuz you know some people not only voted, but then also, you know, replied to the tweet, mm-hmm. offered a bit more context. Two things I, w- I would change. First, I would say, do you usually, not like 100% all the time, whatever, like do you mm-hmm. wear your watch? I would specify that it's an Apple watch, like an Apple watch mm-hmm. with like a maybe the sports loop or whatever. Um, and yeah, that's one thing. And second, I would offer I would a third option to like sometimes. Because I feel like I got burned from that from the sometimes. Um, <laughs> you know what I, I'll say? Like, just seeing those results, obviously I was in the majority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I am still shocked that you got 12 point something percent. So I, I feel like even though you didn't win the popular vote, <laughs> I'm, 
I'm still, I'm still like, I still feel like this is a, this poll is a success for you. Like, it, it, you know, you should look at this and wow. there are a significant enough amount of people that I don't think you're totally crazy anymore. <laughs> like, I just think okay. it's a, it's a thing that some people do. Um, <laughs> I would have never thought this was a thing before, but now I know it's a thing. Like, even okay. though it's not the majority, like you're not alone here. And I think in I'll that take way, it. you've won. <laughs> I'm just a bit weird. I'm not like to- a total weird though. <laughs> right. you know, I, I, it's just, I'm just weird, not weirdo. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. In a couple, like the, the big vast majority of like things that people brought up in the replies were like, well, it depends on the band. Like a lot of people said, I think it's gross to have like a wet, soggy band, mm-hmm. which I agree in the whole discussion started by me saying that I really like the braided loop, but I take it off right. when I shower because I don't like <laughs> having it wet. <laughs> um, so that's that's another thing. Some people said like, hey, every time like I, uh, I come out from a workout or something and I'm sweaty, like I want to shower with the watch so I can also clean the watch mm-hmm. and stuff. So another valid point, I think. But anywho, just wanted to report back uh, to have it on record. And um, yeah, there's dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We also touched the controversial subject of carpets. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> we also got some some follow-up, some replies from the carpet people. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try to summarize the, the, like the, the, the feedback? Go for it. It was not a European-American thing. So there's more nuance to it, to mm. this. Especially uh, UK people were pretty vocal. Uh, saying, by the way, this, you know, carpeted floors are common in the UK as well. Um, especially in the like upper floors, like the bedroom area and stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe you'll have wooden floors for like the living room, whatever, but then upstairs or in the bedroom, you have carpeted. And, uh, overall, it's like, uh, because, you know, it's, uh, cold and damp. Um, and so it's nice and retains the heat better. So I guess it's not as uncommon as maybe I thought. Uh, it was growing up, um, and uh, yeah, I mean that's that's I think that's that's the feedback. It's you know, no one is weird. <laughs> Everything's fine. We're all Sweet. Cool. Thanks for the feedback, cool. uh, Jess and Ollie. Yeah, Jess and Ollie. Thank Boom. you, <laughs> both uh, Brits uh, representing the UK. <laughs> cool. Nice. All right. So I've had this topic for a while. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of topics today. I don't know if we're going to go through all of them, but uh, I'm excited. A lot of stuff a lot of stuff happened. Yeah, I mean, I think we can go yeah. through some of them quickly. Yeah, so first topic, <laughs> kind of wrote uh, existential crisis when filling out interviews. And yeah, what's I, I want to unpack this a little bit. <laughs> um, so I feel like it's a thing probably more in our industry than in other industries. Well, Actually, I say that, but I don't know about other industries, but like, I feel like there's so much like kind of storytelling and interviewing and like featuring and like websites showcasing someone else's work. Like there's just, there's just a lot of like people sharing about like their, what they're working on and like kind of like that interview format for the design industry, even though like... I mean, I'm nowhere near, like, <laughs> popular. Like, I, I don't think most people even, like, really care 
about these kinds of interviews. Maybe some people do, like some some of you that are listening to the show. Maybe you'll enjoy those interviews. But anyways, that's all of it to say because I'm like not comfortable with the idea of like people like reaching out to me to be interviewed for like <laughs> their newsletter or or whatever okay. kind of thing. But like. It's a thing. Like, I've been asked several times for, like, various interviews, whether it's, like, what's your desk setup? Or it's, like, you know, we have five questions that we'd like you to answer, right? And I feel like, and I feel like you have two. I don't know. Like, I don't mean to make this weird, but it's, like, <laughs> I, I, I think it's strange. Like, I, I'm always curious of, like, but why do people care? Like, people probably, people probably don't care. The way these things typically go, it's like a set of questions and the person answers and, like, you'll see them on a newsletter or on a website or whatever. And usually, like, they read pretty well, like, kind of, you know, question answer. But the way that these things happen is, like, this website or person or whomever is doing the 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 website organizing these these interviews they just send you a bunch of questions right right so it's like here's like 10 questions for you to answer and every time i get those i'm like oh sure like i'd love to you know help you out on like your website or whatever and then you don't and, and so then they send me the questions and then i sit there for weeks just staring at those questions and i'm like what can i add like how can i say anything that is of value or interesting to like the most kind of like ambiguous audience possible like there's a lot of uh, it's like what kind of advice would you give to like uh people that are starting out in design in design okay cool like that's like a specific angle but a lot of these are like very broad like they're just like oh yeah like it's just about the design industry like we're just interested in like, what do you think success is? Like, <laughs> you're just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I was curious to hear, like, what's your, how do you deal with those? Because I know for me personally, like, it always takes me forever. There's been lots of instances where I'm like, yeah, sure, I will do this. And then I get the questions and then I just either, like, never end up replying <laughs> Or, like, I start <laughs> working on my answers, and I just don't end up finding anything that I feel is valuable, and then just, like, like reply to the person, and I'm like, hey, sorry, actually, like, I'm too busy. <laughs> I don't really have time. Um, I did try, uh, I and this was my, like, new philosophy, and I actually haven't stuck with it, unfortunately, but my new philosophy was, look, it takes me forever to answer these questions, so... If you really care about getting my answers, I will book like a half hour chat with you. You can ask me these questions in person. I will reply to you on the spot and you're free to like transcribe my answers back. Um, and if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. That's cool. But like that's kind of the easiest way for me to to do this. But honestly, like so I've received such a thing right now, like a request and there's... Like, I think there's eight questions, <laughs> like not even 10 questions. And I've been looking at these questions and like crafting my answers for literally like one month. 
that I've been like almost every day. Like I open the file and then I'm like, mm, what do I say about this? Like I've been like thinking about all these questions for so long. Am I overthinking things? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're overthinking in the way that like, why are you stressing over these? Is like you want to provide good answers because you want to provide good content because you want to like, in a way, this is your voice. So y- you want to, you know, represent yourself in a way that you like. Um, you know, you don't want to sound dumb. You don't want to sound just boring. So there's a lot of expectations uh, associated with this. I think that these people, these networks, these, the, you know, magazine, whatever, like entities sending you the questions, they're probably used to this. I think if they are sending out, and maybe I'm assuming like wrongly, but if they are sending out like, here's, 10 questions, go. The questions are in no shape or form tailored to you. Yep. <laughs> um, they've done no research or whatever to you. They probably have these 10 questions. They just spam as many people as they can. And if like 5% of them actually gets back to them, great. So it's like providing content for them. Not, I'm not saying this in any way, like not to their detriment. I think that it is a valid, you know, valuable, that's the strategy. It works. Um, so I feel like if you if you're struggling in especially to find any kind of value not for only for yourself but for potential readers of this then it's it's probably not worth it. It's probably not worth it. Uh but yes, I get the feeling I'm yeah, we just discovered that we're sitting on a similar <laughs> interview question from uh maybe the same uh entity. Uh yeah, I don't know. It does make me feel better that you you also are sitting on this still. <laughs> oh yeah, I, this is like I struggle like this, and, and I typically like lately I've said no a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and this time I was just I don't know I guess I was in a good mood. I was like sure, I like you know and it, I I don't know if you get this sometimes like someone sends you a DM and you're like literally looking at Twitter and you you do this thing where you reply like a second after the person wrote to you. That's what happened for me. And I was like, sure, I'll do it. And then they send the questions and I'm like, oh no, now I actually have to. <laughs> oh my God. To it's so funny how we have the same story. Because <laughs> they sent a DM let's say, at 2.25 a.m. at 2.37, you know, so like roughly 10 minutes after mm-hmm. I said, that I would love to participate. Let's do it. Uh, they sent me the questions and that was... <laughs> Almost a month ago. So, yeah, so, so, it feels so bad. Anyway, I it's okay. It's okay. Don't don't fret over it. Um, I'm at a point now where I'm almost done with these questions. Like, I've been, cool. like, just, like, reviewing them and stuff. I haven't started. And I think I feel good about my answers. Um, one thing I've noticed is, I guess, like, through this, I feel like there's sort of, like, a, a persona that emerges. <laughs> for me when i answer these generic (laughs) questions is i don't know why but i sort of like always end up way overthinking the question or saying like see you're asking about this but i actually think that (laughs) (laughs) what you want to know is this (laughs) Uh like that that like so much so much of this is like inspecting the question and like interrogating the idea behind <laughs> the purpose of this um yeah, and, you are I, overthinking huh you are definitely overthinking this yeah i'm totally overthinking this but um when you ask someone a question 
or ask for a favor or something like your potential like you have no idea how big of an ask or a task you're actually not imposing but you know asking from someone else from someone and that can change widely from person to person um clearly <laughs> uh, but like if you're like hey what you know what is a what is some advice you would give to a young designer starting out oof like depending on the person right like the level of like how important this could be for that person or even like the process are you someone who typically overthink things and like and tries to be as thoughtful in life and every answer whatever as it can be some people like some people strive on the off the cuff like instinct based just you know being spontaneous or whatever um it's it's very very different and and sometimes like uh just by asking like hey buddy can you give me feedback on this on this uh, site i'm working on or whatever which can feel and maybe even your intention is to be such a lightweight like hey if, mm-hmm. if this is going to cause any distress anxiety or whatever and <laughs> you're in please like feel free to ignore it uh but like, even someone who might be really close to you right um that can can have a, a huge impact in someone's uh day to day someone's life because then if they if they can't they really want to help you but if they can't find the time to mm-hmm. properly help you in the way that they feel comfortable with they are going to struggle to find the time they're going to keep it off for a while they're going to uh deal with the guilt and anxiety for not being responsive and not providing you yep. with the help or thing you need and it can be it can be a lot like every time someone calls me on the phone i'm like oh my god what a, you just ruined my day <laughs> this small example but you know see that's so, that's interesting in a in a sense because i i feel like that kind of goes in a different direction than i was thinking because for me i think a part of what like I struggle with in this is the async nature of it mm-hmm. that like, because it like to me, it takes so much less time to spend literally like an hour or a half hour with you. than it takes for me to answer these questions on my own totally. in my own time. Right. Like, and, and I, I feel like people don't really see that. I think people think like, they they would take more time and they would be more cautious about booking asking for an hour of your time than they are about asking you to fill out these these eight questions because it's like oh it's just eight questions like just fill them out whenever you have time but mm. it's like no like in i'd rather have you be an event than be a project in my to-do list <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean like yeah um and, and in some aspects and this is where like the phone thing is interesting because like phone is more of an event like and maybe i, I should no choice but to talk to you now versus like right. a text but but i agree with you that in some cases like someone calling you now means like you now you have to drop everything and yeah deal with it I'll, g- i'll give one example that keeps is a recurring thing in my life and keeps haunting me and i just need to deal with it um a long time ago i don't know i don't know if you remember this i tweeted like a video thing of the of a pet feeder that I have and where I ask Siri to feed the cat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. Yep. Um, there was like a thing with like I scooped on some API calls. Like I had a private, you know, like I used Charles or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
to get network requests, yada, yada, yada. It's not a thing that, oh, I use this app, so whatever. So obviously, a lot of people like ask me, oh, how, do you, how did you do that? Like, I, I want to do that. Can you tell me how you did it? Perfectly valid. Like, yes. <laughs> and I can say, oh, I used um, Charles to like look for network requests and then created a thing, whatever, whatever. It's, it's kind of a convoluted answer. And some people are like, hey, can you, I, I couldn't get it to work. Can you like explain to me what, how you did it? And I'm like, I cannot tell you in, in one sentence, like in a tweet. Right. Um, it requires a bit more than that. I also just can't take screenshots or whatever because I can't show you like my private, you know, mm-hmm. it has sensitive information. Yeah. So I honestly, I need to write like a small blog post or something. So instruction how to go over this to tell you how. And a lot of, and so what I do is like I get these like message requests on Twitter DMs from people mm-hmm. I don't follow. I like, I see it like, oh, that's a valid question. I want to help. I accept. It just stays there <laughs> for months because I'm like, I don't want to tell you, yes, I can help you. Let me go write a blog post and right. come back to you in <laughs> weeks, months. I don't know when I'll do it. So I just, I just sit on it because I, you know, it's that thing with emails. Like I either reply in, in five minutes or five weeks because like I, I don't want to ignore it. Like I want to give you the attention, but the attention that you need is a lot that I don't have right now. And it will probably be a long time until I get it. And it's probably like guilt or whatever that's going to push me over the edge to actually get it to get it done, right? Mm-hmm. So this is just one some simple example that it, from the person asking, completely valid, completely innocent. Like, oh, I saw you did a thing. How did you do it, right? It's totally fine. And something so seemingly innocent can create like a lot of anxiety or a lot of... <laughs> Just, just guilt and stress on my end, which is fine. But just like, yeah, it's just to, I don't know. It's what I guess. What hopefully, what I would get from this conversation <laughs> is just like, hey, please don't feel bad if I don't reply to your DMs. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say. If somehow this lets me off the hook, God, incredible! I'll, I'll write a blog post about this. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> nice, sweet. So, so maybe we should uh, circle back once we've both handed in our answers. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> questionnaires, and then go through. I think it could actually be fun to go through like each question and see how we both answered it. We probably answer both of them like exactly in the same way, <laughs> in typical layout uh, fashion. But uh, yeah, but yeah, should be. I think uh, you and I were were. Very similar in taste and like some in like priorities or ideals or whatever in terms of like what we like, what we don't, whatever. But then we're so different in execution and like in I don't know, just approach to some of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Like to, to to tweets, to content, to work. I think we're I don't know. I I like this this dynamic. I think we're very similar and very different. Uh, in different ways anyway nice cool. okay so can we talk about your announcement <laughs> <laughs> my announcement God, I don't know I, I feel, feel like st- you gotta announce it to our, to our listeners I feel like such a jerk <laughs> um, yeah I, I I acquired um, an Apple display, uh, Apple Pro display display Pro XDR whatever I have I acquired an Apple XDR display and 
I feel like it deserves me. Alert. Yeah, it's You did it. I did it, yeah. Um Apple bullied me into getting this. Um <laughs> What made like you pull the trigger? So, okay, like I feel always feel weird talking about this because it, it is a very expensive item. So it feels wrong to talk about whatever very expensive thing that most people like either can't afford, would never pay this amount of money for this thing, even if they could afford, uh, or like just it can even be just it can be silly. It can be very silly. Anyway, so I, it's a huge elephant in the room that I just want to get out of the way. So what made me do this was actually a call with my accountant. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> We're nice. closing the the books for the year. I feel um, like that's how every calls with your accountant is. It's just Rafa being like, "Can I buy this, please?" <laughs> Do I have uh, money? <laughs> like, given my my previous employment situation with Netlify and stuff, like I actually was acting as like a as mm-hmm. a, a, a con- contractor. So I do have my own. I own my own company, a register here in the Netherlands, and I have an accountant running the books and all that jazz. Um, Pretty much like as a business, you have expenses and you have income, and then you pay taxes on on your revenue, right? <laughs> uh, there's an incentive to also have some expenses because then you can save some of that on taxes. So for this particular item, this display, um, so not only can I get like VAT back and I can get some money back, I also would get a massive tax uh, like uh, discount. Um, and I would also sell my previous 5K monitor, and I'm going to sell my laptop eventually when I get my new one from work. Right. So at the end of the day, and this is what my accountant was like, oh, then, yeah, you should definitely do this uh, this, and do it this year. Uh, um, it would be better. So at the end of the day, this monitor was not that expensive, actually pretty like acceptable, affordable for what it is. Um but I, you know, but also I can sometimes feel like a jerk, like trying to, like, oh, actually, let me tell you how much money I actually spent. It's just stupid. Anyway, <laughs> it was an expensive purchase. Um, this is not worth the money, probably for you and for most people. Uh, but uh, yeah, I got it. I'm really, really happy with it. Right? This, this is, you know, damn. I never owned um, an Apple display. I missed. I never. I was never able to afford one back when they were good, like mm-hmm. pre Retina. <laughs> um, and this is just—it's a lovely item. I I adore this display. It's so good. Um, once you get past the guilt of spending <laughs> this much money on it, no, honestly, it was weird. Uh, I think it was the first like thing I bought that I had to wait like a day to dilute the guilt. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, now now I'm I'm loving it. It's it's really really good. It's uh, like actually we talked about last week. We talked about our ideal setups. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were like, but Rafa, I listened to the episode. I don't remember you talking about ideal setups. Right. Cause I, <laughs> between, uh, recording that and editing it, um, I pretty much just went against everything I said <laughs> in that episode. <laughs> uh, and it felt weird to like, <laughs> to, 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 you know, we got censored. Can you imagine? <laughs> We did. If, if way, Rafa yeah. says anything that he disagrees with on the edit, it's out. Well, I'm editing myself. I think that's okay. 
I'm censoring myself. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, okay. no. I don't think it was that interesting anyways. So it's fine. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, but I, I was about to call you out on that though, because I'm curious, like now what's the end goal for you? Does that mean, so you're not thinking of getting an iMac anymore? No. Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. Uh, so from now on, I'll have this display and, I, you know, for the, hopefully, good amount of years i'm aiming for like five to six i think that would be okay for the next five to six i'll just get a laptop and i'll plug it into this monitor um and i'm not going to get a desktop computer which is probably like when you work for a small company or whatever i know you know companies issue laptops and work machines and stuff uh but it's okay if you work from other machines it's usually fine until it's not um usually if you go if you work for a company that has like some security things that they have to go through in protocols and stuff. You can't really do company work in a non-company mm-hmm. issued machine. Uh, that has happened to me at some point with uh, with my like at, at previous jobs, but I was able to get away with it because I was technically a contractor. <laughs> you can't make me do shit. Um, so, <laughs> so that 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 might change. Anyway, I think it's it's less risky. Uh, this way but anywho like honestly it's hard for me to say to feel sad for for not being able to buy an iMac you know we'll we'll <laughs> get back to this once they announce new shiny uh, MacBook um iMacs uh but yeah so i guess my strategy is, is now just this which is usually what most people actually do you have a laptop and mm-hmm. yeah plug it to a, a monitor nice that's awesome how's the um the sort of like uh, display stand like moving it up and down and stuff so comparing it to the lg it's just it's just so smooth yeah like <laughs> the like, lg is so janky <laughs> it's just so smooth i can do it like with one finger right um so it is it is i mean if some people like you can argue that this monitor is actually not overpriced for what it is yada 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 compared to reference monitors i understand the stand is obviously way overpriced stupid Mm. um but i think they're just taking advantage of like if you cross that chasm of like you're already spending this amount of money on a monitor they can just they can just like take advantage of you (laughs) like (laughs) like at that point any price point feels like not that much right you know yeah yeah, yeah. so i think they're definitely taking advantage of you (laughs) exactly point like wait three thousand dollars to five to to have this other color what are you talking about but yeah so yeah the the sand is good uh it is it was very annoying the fact that it doesn't have uh speakers or a webcam uh the webcam situation i dealt with uh the speakers i'm still thinking about it right now i'm just using either the laptop built-in ones or most likely i'm just have headphones plugged in Mm. Um, yeah uh weren't you gonna get some homepod minis yeah but so i do have an HomePod, a homepod here at the desk but the homepod if you want to like use it as your computer speakers like if you go to audio source and you mm-hmm. airplay it there's a lot of lag like it's uh, not okay. practical at all it's really really bad so i just i have a homepod on my desk but i just use it to listen to music right, so I just, right, right. you know ask siri directly or from the music app um yeah so I, d- I do not recommend that. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. What else? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's much to talk about. It's it's what do you think it is, right? It's just really nice. 
Um, it's just really nice. Oh, totally um, the price uh, again. screen but, real estate is bigger, right? Yeah, it's six k, as opposed to five k, which I think would uh, the roughly same screen density. I think, if not exactly right, right. the same. Yeah. Have you automatically adjusted to the bigger size and could never go back to a smaller display? <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't tried a smaller display since, so maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, it felt really big when I first got it. And then, well, it doesn't feel small by any chance, but like this is just a new normal now, I guess. Nice. So if you want to see like how the going from 5 to 6K, how does that feel in terms of actual real screen real estate it's probably similar from 4k to 5k right mm-hmm. um so it's a 32 inch which i never owned a monitor this this big um but right now it doesn't feel over like too big again <laughs> <laughs> you should get one <laughs> still holding out hope like for me it would have to gain uh speakers and a webcam for me to get it. Right. So you want um yeah. So you want like the you want what the previ- what previously Apple did with external yeah. displays, right? Like it's, it's the the iMac without the computer. Yeah. Cuz like yeah, I'm I'm at a stage where I'm like you know, maybe I could find a way to justify the price if it was like an a complete replacement for what I have right now. Right. It's yeah no I I really think for for us for the type of work we do this is not worth it this is not not worth it and like not just in terms of price but like most of the features that this display has and offers I don't take advantage of it mm-hmm. so let's say HDR content so all of the like six hundred nits of peak brightness and all that jazz uh, you're not gonna get that looking at Figma right like it's <laughs> that's only in HDR content. Um, which I pretty much never see, right? Sometimes the occasional YouTube video that has HDR, which is very rare, or sometimes I'm editing video that I've recorded with HDR, I guess, with my phone, but I haven't done that, honestly, and I don't think I will. Um, so, like, even that, like, it's just... Actually, it's a screensaver. It's like when it hits, uh-huh. like, ooh, <laughs> that looks really good. And I, it's it's really trippy that the screen the 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 peak brightness is like localized right so if you have a yeah. quick time window with like hdr content only that part of the screen is like brighter which is so trippy um yeah. when you when you see that and you can do the same with with the iphone like you can also get that effect i've always really found trippy. that kind of weird like mm-hmm. it, it always it's like it makes sense when you think about it but it feels like something in the os is like messed up like i i remember i was watching i think it's nine to five mac (laughs) their Mm -hmm. videos are hdr um (laughs) on their youtube (laughs) channel and i was looking at that on the phone and on the youtube app like you can get those i think they're called annotations so there's like Mm -hmm. a little like bubble that comes up so the video is hdr and then you've Uh got that bubble that has transparency in it but because it has transparency it just like turns off hdr for just that space so it's kind of like i end up having like a dark gray background uh, with like black text or something like that like it just it just becomes unreadable basically because the rest of the display is so bright compared to this area like there's just some weirdness like that no that is that is definitely trippy 
uh, yeah, it looks like whites look like gray, like yeah. faded. And like, wait, but I'm sure it's white. And you, then it's like your logic, your brain knows like what's happening, and your eyes are like, no, dude, <laughs> I, I swear. <laughs> It's great. It's like those optical illusions, right? Like with the exactly, shadow yeah. and like the colors. Yeah, these triangles and... aren't actually moving. Like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Just one, one other thing on this display. Like the, the back is incredible. I was a bit concerned about having a fan mm-hmm. on the monitor. I cannot hear. Like it's silent. Like, right. I know it's there. If I put my hand like behind it, sometimes I can like feel... Hmm the lightest of breeze but but anyway you can't hear it's not it's not an issue um now my i had a situation though with my like cable management or whatever uh so this display has a thunderbolt port which is the one you use to connect to your laptop Mm -hmm. and it has three usb-c ports correct me if i'm wrong i think this is the same as the lg 5k let me check can you check real quick okay (laughs) kevin actually is checking Looking at the back. Okay, so this one has a grand total of four USB-C, but one of them connects to the computer. Right, and that one actually is Thunderbolt. It should have. A oh yes, yeah, yeah. It has a right. little like circle right. around it. So same ports. Uh, and again, I was I had a five K previously, so I was replacing it with this. So nothing should change. Um, but here's the issue: uh, it requires a webcam. So that's another port that I need. Right. And I don't know what happened, but I just realized, oh, hold up a minute. <laughs> I have the router, like, literally, like, right here, like, in this wall. Uh, why don't I just plug an Ethernet cable to mm. this baby? Uh, and, woo, baby, uh, I went from, like, 200 megs to a gig. <laughs> it's like, damn. Whoa. Yes. That's good. Anywho, but I ex- exhausted the, the ports on, like, I ran out of ports. Mm-hmm. I also have, I have a... Uh, external hard drive connected to the monitor for time machine backups. Right. So, so I have in total uh, from the three available USB-C ports, I need to plug a webcam, uh, an Ethernet cable, the external hard drive, and my microphone. Um, so I need four. I have three. So I'm like, surely there's like a splitter, like a connector. <laughs> you know, I don't need a hub. Don't call it a hub because I just need two ports for one right and i'm like this has to be like possible because if there's hubs that you could connect you know like a 20 devices to a single port surely you can just you know connect two to one mm-hmm. i don't think this product exists if it does it does the worst job at marketing because i could <laughs> not find it i think i searched all of amazon this product does not exist huh. um so enter the USB-C hub world, which is awful. All of the reviews are like 90% of them says like, hey, this doesn't work every time. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm. I can't do that. <laughs> um, this was like so bad. I spent so much time. I ordered so many cables and too many hubs. So And then when I finally was like settling and admitted defeat and like, okay, I find I need to find a hub what i wanted was like give me something that i can plug a lot of usb-c ports in because mm-hmm. like i I've, I've been moving i've been in this transition to like yep. usb-c all the things so i have every cable already in usb-c even my mic which has mm-hmm. the what do you call this xlr, XLR. interface yeah. has a usb b 
<laughs> Wait, USB V <laughs> port. It's like the printer, you know, you know the fat one. Oh, right, right. I have a cable from like printer USB okay. to USB C. I feel so fancy. Also graded. <laughs> feel so fancy. Um, so like most of these hubs, like I'm, I'm like most. It's hard to find one that isn't. It it mostly just gives you USB A ports, mm. which is probably what you want because whatever. Like no 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 no. I'm 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 past that world. I'm USB C only baby. Uh, give me a bunch of USB-C ports. Really hard to find. Anywho, I found one. I'll talk more about it in my recommendation section. Okay. Anywho, it's um, now solved. I, th- I thought you got like a USB-C to like three USB-A and then <laughs> like plug USB-A to USB-C adapters. I was ready. <laughs> I was really close. Yeah, I was really uh. close. Oh, and last, last thing. Um, you... Send me a tweet in reply to another tweet. I actually forget which one of like the Steve Jobs thing saying, who needs a webcam? <laughs> that was, by the way, you know, I salute you. That was really, a really good. I did tweet. my best. That was really good. That was such a Rafa tweet. Like, good I know, job, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Um, yeah, that, that is, you know, you, you buy this monitor in oh, probably be, if you bought this, if you spend this much money on the monitor and if you're not a videographer or whatever, um, you probably care about aesthetics in a way, things mm-hmm. that look nice. And sticking your webcam on top of it, just aesthetically, is awful, right? I think <laughs> just in your desk, having this, this little appendix. And to be you know, fair, I think it's a tasteful, as tasteful of a design as you can. Maybe just like just short of the eyesight camera, like that right. would probably be the the next one down. But still, have you read this this like blog post? about someone who put a raspberry pi i did yeah in the eyesight camera <laughs> i was considering this I, I kid you not my friend pim got a recently got a 3d printer i was even like hey hmm. <laughs> if i ask you to do this like print, can you print something for me anyway i was really close um but yeah i just ended up getting the lg the the one they sell on apple's website mm-hmm. Which I think is like the exact same as the, the LG Brio, but it just has a mag- magnetic stand. Anywho, so yeah, I tweeted that I've I did my best at f- finding a mechanism that I could effectively hide the webcam behind the monitor, so I don't have to see it and doesn't like affect mm-hmm. the profile view of this monitor. Nice. <laughs> um, I ended up just getting like something from like a, s- a small phone gorilla pod that I had. Whatever, just actually it was handy that it has all those holes so it was easy just to <laughs> put stuff in there right um i even ordered a magnetic tape um from amazon because i want to like <laughs> you really went all out with this dude yeah this is like this is my desk i look at the, this is the thing i look at for the longest in my day like in my life rafa didn't buy it just buy a monitor he bought a project <laughs> <laughs> yes this is a lifestyle uh yeah but so i ordered magnetic strip uh turns out that was not very effective but the idea i think still stands in where i would stick like a strip of magnetic strip to the back Mm. and so and then i can just like attach the the stand to the back yeah yeah. back i think the idea is still good maybe this magnetic stand the the magnetic strip that i got is not the best whatever Mm. i couldn't get get it to stick okay again this is one of those Placing where the holes were not helping because yeah, there's yeah. less surface for it to stick to, and Anywho, it's also probably pretty heavy. So yeah, like it you is. need pretty strong magnets. Yeah. Anywho, um, 
I am happy now with the setup finally. Nice. But uh yeah. Well, I'm super happy for you and every <laughs> every day that I get ghosting effects on my on my display, I think is today the day that I get this display. <laughs> Dude, we're, like, just no, go for it. We're in this together. Day. We'll be XDR buddies. Uh we'll <laughs> rename this to like layout XDR. Um yeah, but I'm telling you, something something's got to give when those new Macs come out. Like, whether I get an iMac or I get something else, like, I think that will be the point where I have to have to make a decision. All right, Apple, the balls in your court. Exactly. So you do with it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Speaking of other expensive things, do you want to talk about? Uh, do you want to talk about the AirPods Max? Sure. It's a holiday Can miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim uh, Apple just dropped on <laughs> just a holiday last minute holiday gift some mm-hmm. AirPods Max. I always have to like make sure to be careful because I every time I want to say AirPods Studio somehow because I feel like it would be a better name. But I AirPods think it would Max. be a better name. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, we talked about it. I was in the market for some headphones. And I was waiting. I was just following all the rumors. I saw the leaks. I was like, yep, that looks good. This is exactly <laughs> what I want. And they released mm-hmm. it, and I bought it right away. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to receive it uh, next week. Nice. Okay. So. These look really, I think these look really good. Um, I want some. I did not order some. I feel like, come on, I have to just behave. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did not order some. And also, I am. Um, it's one of those things I, I, I actually want to see some reviews. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have no idea. This, that's the thing with like audio products, even like HomePod Mini, which I was convinced I want to. I still want to see, like, how does it sound? Right. It's something really, you can't, even if you watch a YouTube video of someone recording the sound, you can't really tell. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't trust these marketing materials. Like, it sounds really good. Like, oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Uh, so I really need someone to tell me. Um, in this case, also I, I am really curious to know how does how do how, how, how do they sound? I think they look really good. I think they look interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love all of the one can call it like homages. Homages is that the plural? Homage, homagei. <laughs> Some can sure, call it an homage. <laughs> Some can call it like just lazy. Uh, and everything is a remix. They're just reusing parts. But I do like all the little callbacks to other Apple products, like the the stem uh, coming out of the band. Like it just reminds me of the Sunflower iMac. Um, you literally have a digital crown in it. Um, all the sounds and stuff from other AirPods. Um, the the mesh in the ear cups uh, look like uh, the HomePod. HomePods. Like anyway, it it somehow it's like a new apple device Mm -hmm. that in an interesting way i think fits very well with other products and also Um, the band is using the iphone 12 colors and then the cups are using the ipad pro or ipad air colors interesting but it's sort of like the in between because the colors between those two lines don't match (laughs) um so the interesting the AirPods Pro are kind of like that in between. <laughs> That's a good yeah. I, I didn't didn't notice that. That's cool. Um, we have to we have to talk about the price. <laughs> uh, 
actually got in a not a fight not because it was not violent but in a heated argument uh, right. at work because <laughs> i don't know if you can believe this um but i have like a reputation of being the apple fanboy uh. in pretty much every company i worked at which i still think it's not fair because i i am critical of apple when i feel like they d- deserve right mm-hmm. but anyway <laughs> wow this <laughs> spoken like a true fanboy <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ anyway um these these are pretty expensive, right? For 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 headphones, like consumer headphones. And my my take, if I may, is like Apple as a business needs growth. They need to make more money. They're already the richest company in the world, but that's not how business works. You need to make more. You need to show growth. Um, somehow, like I feel like I'm I've been I'm being bullied and tricked. Uh, somehow they keep increasing the prices of the things you already buy, mm-hmm. and people still buy them. When yep. they released the iPhone 10, it's like the iPhone is the most one of the most expensive phones in the market. They don't cost six hundred or seven hundred uh, dollars anymore. No, they're a thousand. And then iPhone 10 Max or whatever, and it's like twelve hundred. Whatever. They keep pushing the line, and we keep following the line. <laughs> um, in a way, like the way they do this is. Yeah. And I think the XDR is actually, I know it's a, it's a very different, uh, like more extreme use case, but I think some of the lessons apply here. With the XDR, they they entered like a, an extreme market of like deep professional, super high end, and they did like somewhere in between that and a consumer market. Um and I th- I feel like this is similar because like they're they're asking for like seven hundred euros like six something six hundred I forget what the conversion is also another thing that's ridiculous whatever they're around the six hundred dollar range you can get headphones more expensive than this like really high end super wired headphones that cost way more than this but this is not what consumers are especially like, like Bluetooth headphones usually cost. So I think here is Apple trying to enter that other market and just pulling it like halfway through to see how far they can push the the line again. How far mm-hmm. are people willing to spend money on their products? Um, yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> I mean, a lot of these things, people want to try to like determine what is, what is a fair price for something like this. And the reality is like, there's not really a number. <laughs> it's like, it depends, like, what is X amount of money worth to you? <laughs> um, and so my number will be different from your number, which will be different from someone else's number. And so, like, I don't know. I think people try too much to, like, fight for being the one who's right. And it's like, who's anyone to tell other people how they should be spending their money right like i think it if you think that price is too much for you for for what these value these headphones will bring cool then don't buy them like if you don't want an iphone 4 don't buy it (laughs) um (laughs) reference Uh, (laughs) um like i think that's like we can we can talk about whether we feel like they're going to sell millions and millions of these at this price point, which is probably not. (laughs) Um, 
But like as we stand today, I have no idea. These might sound like garbage, and if they do, then I will just return them. <laughs> if they sound great and I'm happy with them, then I'll just keep them and I'll be happy. And if you don't want to spend that much money on headphones, cool. Like spend that money however you like. You know, I, like nobody's <laughs> forcing you to buy them. Like I often feel like it. It ends up being like people who want to buy them, but then just like feel like it's too expensive and like i know that it's frustrating like believe me i'm here you know we've just been through this conversation about monitors that i'm like this monitor is so nice but it's also so expensive like <laughs> it's but it's also life like they choose to price their products the same way that they want and like people were were talking about how overpriced the airpods were like wasn't that the whole meme that all like the i mean mostly teenagers i guess but like that the joke was like when you had airpods that you're like so you have so much money or whatever um like we just kind of like end up forgetting about these things but i don't know so i'm not saying this is worth the money like it really depends to you like how much this is worth and personally i've been like how many years (laughs) Have I been saying like, oh, I really should get some some headphones? But every time I look at some headphones, I'm like, eh, but this wireless thing is like not great, or oh, I don't really <laughs> love the design. Oh, blah, blah blah. Like I feel like I could have bought like three pairs <laughs> of over ear headphones, but instead I've been waiting. Like I I'm definitely like the the Syracuse of this show, I guess. <laughs> this point where I feel like I've been patient. I've been waiting. I've been waiting all this time and my time has come. Like my patience has been rewarded and now's <laughs> time and I don't feel guilty at all about, about instant buying this. And again, we might like, you know, be on the show a couple of weeks from now and I might be like, hey, you know what? I've been using these and actually I don't really like this experience or I don't like them in some way and I don't think I want to keep them. Uh, I have a... I have a counter argument kind of to to this to the mm-hmm. whole argument of like well if you don't want to buy them don't buy them right Apple is really good at like the defining the normal or what's acceptable and they keep pushing that line a little bit you know famously they're like they remove headphone jacks from phones and then fast forward 2 years 3 every phone doesn't you know drop support for headphone jack um literally just 3 months ago Samsung had like marketing promotional items making fun of Apple for dropping the charger from the box. And now there's like leaks that say that the new Samsung phones also won't have it, which this company, Jesus Christ, anyway, <laughs> like this, you know, they keep pushing these things and they kind of like normalize what's what, what consumers accept a little bit. So in this case, one can say, here it goes. Apple is normalizing spending $600 on a pair of headphones Every other company now is going to take it, quote unquote, take advantage of that fact. Uh, some can also just, this can create opportunities for other brands to say, hey, we have cheaper ones, right? If that is an issue, we yep. we will fill that market, which I'm sure they will. And they, look at the I mean, HomePod. They should. Right? <laughs> I was right. like trying to go high end and the market is like, nope. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is a good example. Apple has yeah. to release like a $100 HomePod mini. Right? That's a good example. And, and here... I feel like it's they usually like it's not that these are overpriced and that's like 
that's the difference between something being expensive and something being overpriced. I think they are definitely walking the line. <laughs> They're definitely walking. And I just mentioned like this display, probably not overpriced. The stand, totally. So I think <laughs> there's like they are definitely walking the line. But I think if they can still somehow justify why something is expensive, like if I were to compare these headphones with the headphones that I have right now, which are the Sony M3s, um, these are like 400, I think, or 300 or back when I bought them. But these are plastic. These ones seem, you know, uh, aluminum, stainless steel in the band, I think. I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like the quality of the materials is different. It doesn't have all the smarts. That's another thing that we're going to go into. Like, I think with um, audio products going forward, but especially headphones, I think the innovation is in, like, computational audio, just like cameras, right? Yep. At this point, like, what puts you ahead of the competition is not really the sensor because we kind of hit that limit in terms of physics it's competitional photography so i think you know most of the features if you go through the marketing side most of the features of, of these headphones are somehow like software related or how it how it works with other apple products and you know the m1 chip and the 3d spatial audio thing um which by the way i think it's a feature that is still underutilized like it's one of those things that we'll only get it once probably our goggles come out um because it's it's freaky i think if, if you've tried it, it, it mm. it's trippy <laughs> like yep. the the effect so anywho i think that that's where they're trying to innovate um so honestly the the market will tell if this is worth it or not um i'm intrigued i think they look dope i've also heard a bunch of uh, reports that um originally they were planning to release two models like a sports mm-hmm. model and this one um and probably that sports model would fill like that that gap in the price range like in in the in the, in the lineup so probably it would probably be cheaper um and also i think they were also planning to have again this is just based on leaks and rumors who knows but they were planning on just how the ear cups are replaceable and swappable uh you could also do that with a headband, mm-hmm. which they didn't. So I'm thinking, like, actually, we probably will see a version two um, of these headphones going forward at some point. But anyway, it just feels like maybe this was not their original plan, right? Like, maybe they were not planning to just cover this price point. Um, mm-hmm. But you mean some... you think the <laughs> that having a digital crown from the Apple Watch, like the literal <laughs> digital crown from the Apple Watch on the headphone, was not <laughs> The original plan that they had planned all along <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is a weird it's weird weird placement and yeah. weird thing because you because it is like a small thing so for you to like to f- easily find it um i don't know I, i'm curious to see how practical that will be Same. But, but yeah this feels like there's a lot of compromises on this product they probably kept the original plan for the pricing <laughs> um but but yeah, again, we'll curious to see how it performs. Yeah, I will I'll be very interested to try it. And this is also I feel like in this COVID era that it's like maybe like in the before times like you could have gone to a store, but right now it's really hard to do that and mm-hmm. also evaluating sound quality is very difficult in a YouTube video. <laughs> so Mm -hmm. i figured eh, might as well try it also one thing and i will definitely report back on this i've been having a lot of trouble with over-ear headphones because i wear glasses 
and I mm-hmm. feel like so many of them just like end up not being comfortable to me. So I'll be curious to see how those feel. And I definitely have to try that to be able to tell because nobody ever mentions wearing glasses <laughs> in the reviews somehow. Um, so yeah, this will That's be, true. this will be an interesting one. All right. Um, good chat. Should we do recommendations? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, so I, I teased uh, my recommendation. I'm recommending, I can't believe I'm doing this, a USB-C hub. <laughs> it's from all the ones I looked at and I tried three. This is the one I ended up like keeping. <laughs> uh, USB-C suck. The, this one is one of the ones that suck less. <laughs> so it's a six in one. And again, remember, I was looking for a two-in-one. Mm. This is a six-in-one USB-C and Ethernet hub. So it has like a braided cable uh, okay. that, that plugs into you know USB-C, um, like your laptop or your monitor in my case. And then it has like a, you know, that cable connects to, well, a hub. I don't know how to describe this. But it looks like, it's, it looks like a, almost like a vape pen, really. It's like it's like <laughs> a long, it's a long one. It's aluminum. Um, and at the end of that vape pen, you have an Ethernet port. Um, and then you have two USB-C, one HDMI, and uh, two USB-3. Oh, that's um, good. And only one of the USB-C supports uh, power, um, which I learned. So I just learned that I cannot plug this microphone to a non- like I need the power uh. to go through the port. <laughs> So, anywho, oh that was fine. I just switched it up. <laughs> USB-C yeah. is such a mess. <laughs> Jesus, tell me about it. <laughs> and it's so even worse because now, like, the port, like, it will fit. And you have no idea of knowing if why is it not working, right? Because before it's like, mm-hmm. hey, this doesn't fit in this other right. thing. Yeah. So, clearly, this is not going to work. <laughs> but now it's like, well, it did fit. You've completed step one of five. <laughs> like, to see if it will work. Um, anywho, did I mention it's from Anchor? Um, not the podcasting thing, Anchor with a K. <laughs> uh, and it's around 40, let me, let me see, 45 bucks, US dollars, I think. Uh, actually, I think I paid less than Amazon. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on Amazon. If you, I think you can get it for cheaper. Uh, but yeah, it works. It hasn't flaked out in a week of use. So, so far, so good. I do recommend this if you're looking for something like this. Nice. Awesome. So my recommendation this week is the app Details Pro. And uh, I know, Rafa, you've heard of this app. But um, for our listeners that haven't, this is a great app for iOS. It works on iPad and iPhone. And I think if you have uh, an Apple Silicon Mac, like you can just like run the iPad app on your Mac, uh, which is pretty cool. And basically what this app does is it lets you visually edit swift ui um, components so you can create like your own interfaces and it's this sort of visual interface where you can create like vertical stacks spacers like insert images insert views um and it's super intuitive and so if you kind of are a designer and like you've been hearing a lot about like people are talking about swift ui these days but you're not super comfortable to jump right into code, which is, I think, totally understandable. I think this mm-hmm. is a great app to help you just kind of get started and get 
like start thinking in the same way that Swift UI actually works. Um, and again, yeah, it's all visual. Like it's super easy to use. Like I love how you can kind of like click through directly in the preview and it like shows you the right pane and it gives you all the options. Like something that I've struggled a lot when I was l learning Swift UI and <laughs> by all means, I'm not an expert yet, but um, it's like knowing all the different uh, modifiers that you can apply to something. Um, whereas this, you could you just tap add a modifier and then you get the whole list there. And like picking a color, you get like an actual color picker. Like it's just, it's really nice, w really well like thought out. Um, and what's really cool is like once you kind of design and create your interface, um, if you get the subscription, you can kind of go in there and export the Swift, the actual code version. So you can pass nice. that along to a developer um, so they can implement it into an actual app. Uh, but even if you never intend to like, you know, put it into an actual app, I think it's really fun to just kind of play with and use this as sort of like an alternative to other design tools. So it's pretty great. Check it out. It's called Details Pro. Boom. Okay, we're good. We reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, Please do. It's always fun. Uh, you can you can tweet at us at layoutfm, or if you want to tweet at us personally, I am at rafahari and Kevin is at vernalkick. And you can find the show notes for all the stuff we mentioned, like the recommendations if you want to download Details Pro or order an anchor power expand six in one. Uh, you can check our uh, <laughs> show notes in our website. That's layout.fm. And if you want to leave us a review, please do. And I think that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.